You're listening to the Fat Boy Show, and uh, as you know, we've been talking about uh, the vaccine rollout, the COVID-19 vaccine rollout uh, that was uh, announced uh, yesterday about how the country will be receiving the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccines on the 5th of March 2021, and it is that it is expected to be rolled out uh, next week. Today, we're honored to be speaking to the Permanent Secretary in the Ministry of Health, Dr. Diana Atwine, to tell us more about this rollout uh, plan for the vaccine. Uh, and so, it's a pleasure to be speaking to her. Hello, Dr. Atwine. Welcome to the Fat Boy Show. Hello, everyone. Hello, all the listeners. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Now, um, I guess the first question is, how many doses are we expecting and uh, what number of Ugandans stand to benefit first? Um, in our initial um, doses that are coming on 5th of this month will be 864,000 and the rest of the doses will be coming in um, as, as, as the vaccines are, get available. Okay. And uh, are the vaccines that we are expecting uh, part of the free doses from the COVAX initiative that we've been hearing about? Or is this part of the vaccines that uh, the ministry has ordered for and is paying for? We, we, uh, the 864,000 are part of the COVAX uh, vaccine. And, and also we expect ours, the one we ordered as part of 18 million doses from the factory, uh, in two weeks' time, we hope to get uh, 400 additional 400,000. Uh, uh, the ones that are directly procured from from the the, the, the manufacturers. Okay, and uh, is is this this is the AstraZeneca? Yes, it is AstraZeneca. So apart from the health workers, uh, and from what we have gathered, they are estimated to be around 150,000 of them across this country. Uh, what other category of people are, you know, stand to benefit from the first set of dosages? Okay, um, as you as you've heard, we we have uh, we are getting eight hundred and and sixty four thousand uh, on Friday, and in two weeks' time we'll be getting four hundred thousand uh, from uh, Serum Institute, and the total will be um, about one point two something um, million doses this month now remember we told you in, initially we wanted to vaccinate 60 percent of the population but research that has come out through and and the information we continue getting from from who that we do not need to vaccinate the 16 year old and above what we had targeted for so now we adjusted our our targeted population and we are looking at 18 years and above. However, the first batch of our targeted people who are more at risk include 150,000 health workers. Those ones we receive in the first batch of 1.2 million doses. Okay. We shall also um, we shall immunize. We, we shall vaccinate. The security personnel, here we are talking about UPDF, police and prisons, and we have estimated to have about 250,000 uh, officers, and, 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 and that is under um, security personnel. 
we are going to vaccinate 550,000 teachers, um, both from public and private. We shall also be looking at the, the, the elderly, and we are talking about 50 years and above. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and this, this is about 3 million. Three hundred and forty-eight thousand and five hundred. That is the targeted population above fifty. We are also looking at those that have underlying conditions, hypertensives, diabetes, and other 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 vulnerable teams. Um, we estimated it to put it at uh, five hundred thousand. We shall be also extending um, the list as, as we go along, as we get more vaccines available, because we, we are looking at also other groups that are, that are at risk. One is the media, uh, the, 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 all the, all the uh, journalists. Um, we are looking at uh, two operators. Oh, okay. We are looking at uh, uh, bankers, immigration officers, Uganda World. Wildlife Authority members, URA, humanitarian workers, and all other other groups. But this we shall be doing that in phases. So for now, we are as as I mentioned, we'll get uh, this month. We're expecting four hundred thousand. I mean, uh, one point two. So we shall calculate and see the the numbers that can fit in this first batch. Okay. Is there um, but but also I want you to know that this is a voluntary exercise it we are not going to force everyone so we might we might save uh, we are talking about 100 1.2 something million that will be covered you might find that uh, the, the numbers that we have targeted to fit in that number you'll find that we will go outside that because maybe some will not take the vaccine you know um, we have so many negative um, pub, uh, publicity on the vaccines. Others are skeptical. <laughs> that is true. So, so so you might find some, because it is voluntary, some might say, well, let's first wait. You know, others, uh, since they are not sure, mm. they will stand at the edge wait, watching to see what will happen. And then when they don't see any problem, then they'll come along. So you'll find that even the targeted group that we want to cover 100%, may not be covered in this first initial phase because some people still want to study, still want to think about it. So, yeah, we shall give them that opportunity to to think about it. And then when they are ready, they can always come on board and and we we vaccinate them. In your opinion, Dr. Tune, do you think that will uh, compromise the effectiveness of the vaccine program if uh, many are choosing to not be vaccinated? Do you think that then that makes it harder for the country to overcome the pandemic? Because presumably those who are not vaccinated will continue to be uh, infected by this thing and might continue to spread it. Yes, it is true. It is also our concern. But but, but what we, we are seeing... We are seeing a lot of enthusiasm, especially, for example, our health workers, definitely almost maybe 90, 95% of our health workers will take up this. But you'll find a, a small proportion that, you know, they, they, they are not so sure, they first wait, those ones will be there. 
Okay. Then elderly, because they have seen, we have statistics, and and it's all about educating. It's all about informing. It is all about building confidence because this COVID is new. The vaccines are new, so people, you know, these are lives. You know, we have to build confidence in the public that whatever decision we are taking on behalf of of the people of Uganda is based on science, is based on evidence, and is is we are we are also we are not alone. We are global village. So if other people are taking up this, then there is no point for us to be skeptical. So it is all about building confidence with our population. They, you will always get negative uh, voices out there. I remember when we were doing measles rubella campaign and uh, vaccinating our children, we got so many, you know, people who are trying to fight this program. But but it was all about informing and building confidence and assuring people that whatever we are doing, it is based on science. All right. So if they can trust uh, health workers with their lives to go when they are sick, they should also trust us with their lives, even when they are not sick, to know that really whatever we make a decision, it is in their interest. Well, Dr. Dana, I mean, Dr. Tune, you mentioned earlier that uh, this uh, exercise would be voluntary. Now, the tests have also been voluntary. However, the tests have come at a price, uh, and a rather steep one at that. I've taken one myself, and I spent quite a bit of money. Um, when it comes to the vaccines, uh, what is the situation there? As voluntary as they may be, uh, do people have to pay to be vaccinated? Our vaccines we are bringing in the country under our care are all free. They are all going to be provided at no cost. Now, later when we have covered the most vulnerable group, because we we wanted, the president warned us on this and said, do not allow the private people to come in, bring in the vaccine, and then they charge exorbitantly and people are fleeced off their money. Let us try to raise money and buy vaccines for all the vulnerable groups. Then, for those agencies that feel they, they don't have to wait for government to Yambe, can raise money and buy for their corporate members and vaccinate them. And that is, that is acceptable. And even those that really want to buy, maybe they don't want to wait for, especially the young middle you know, uh, like between me and you, I, if I am, if I was not a health worker, I am healthy. I, I am, I'm, 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 I'm below the age of where we are starting to, to get worried. Then, if I just want to receive my vaccine and I don't have to wait until that time when it gets to me, and I have my money and I can go and, and buy, that group will be given the opportunity to do that. However. We were very, very cognizant of the fact that people always tend to take advantage of something like this. Yes. When we when we said that the private sector should take up on the role of treating COVID patients, we saw many people being fleeced really, really. At those that would cost seventy thousand, they were charging one million, and and, and therefore for us it was a, yes. a very, very big concern. Yes, this is true. Now, when also we said that the testing should be should be we should put a cost because 
at that time were getting so much demand. People who wanted to travel, if you are traveling, then that means this is at your leisure. You can afford to part with money and 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 pay for the test. Because also we needed to rationalize this. The 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 budget was not elastic. We okay. had limited resources, and therefore we needed to designate these test kits, sure. these tests, to the people who really needed them. Yes. For example, if you came with symptoms, if they charged you, then they did it wrongly. Maybe you went to a wrong facility. But if you didn't have symptoms and you just want to do routine, you say, "Well, I was somewhere. I am not so sure." Let me go and do routine check. Routine check was not classified as essential testing. Essential testing was for those that were sick, those who had contacts of the people who were sick, and they were exhibiting some symptoms. Everybody was expected to get free testing. Those who want to do routine, you are traveling, you are going on vacation, then those ones were expected to pay. Those who are traveling out of the, from the outside and they are coming in the country and they are passing through the border, they are expected to pay because you see that one was not uh, characterized, uh, characterized okay. as essential testing. But however, vaccine, everybody who needs the vaccine, especially people who are at risk, government is going to ensure that everyone who really, really falls in that category must be covered. Then the other people who who are not at who are, have minimal risk but they want to have their routine test and, and and vaccination, those ones they can be they can go uh, in in all these uh, private facilities and they get tested or they get vaccinated. However, that will come when we have finished to cover the most vulnerable because that was the concern of the president and he warned us on that. And he, he told us really to make sure that government takes on this role properly and we first cover the people who, who, who needed um, the support of the government. All right. So now. That, that's, that's, that's why. So, so the, the, there's a difference between the, the testing and also the, 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 the vaccine access. Okay. Now, uh, we had reports that uh, in Kenya, the health ministry there uh, announced a list of people that they said would be excluded from the vaccination exercise. And apparently these would include those <laughs> who had uh, uh, particular types of allergies, partic- uh, especially for certain foods. And uh, some people thought this was a, a joke, but it turns out it might be the case. Um I don't know if you've heard about that and what are your thoughts and also is there anything similar here? Are there classes or categories of people that will be excluded from this exercise? Yes, of course we, we will have to do the screening. That's why we have um, our consent form process, uh, the consenting process. In that consenting process, we provide all the information. If you have also additional risk, we will, we will, we will have to assess your level of risk as far as um, allergies and and other um, confounding factors for you to get a, a, like a serious side effect. But it is, it's not going to be the the leading thing. I think the health workers have been trained in such a way that they are able to assess. Should they, should you have allergies? They will tell you. Um, you have 
of, of course, we have seen so many people with allergies. By the way, a big proportion of our people have allergies in the country, but, but we have not seen mm. many people react to vaccines. So we, we take that as, as something that we'll have to handle each person as they come. And when they come and they present with, with uh, symptoms or they have that history of severe allergies to the previous vaccination, then we'll be able to advise that person to wait and we, we do um, uh, further assessment. But I think that one should be on on individual basis. All right. Now, we heard earlier last week that the ministry was working on an app uh, in order to track people who have taken the vaccination. Uh, what's the progress on that? Can you tell us? Yes, we have had electronic system developed and this is going to help us on uh, accountability because we don't want to rely on manual recording. That's why we are insisting that people need to come with their name, their national identity uh, cards, or you know, if they don't have their cards, at least they should be in position to remember their name. This, this is very critical because when we enter into our system, we need to capture this information in full. We want to be sure that we actually vaccinated Diana Atwine on this name number, not just fictitious name. Because as you know, you, 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 some Ugandans are quite interesting. They always want to take advantage to reap where they have not sown. And so on this, they would want to come up with all the names and, and which don't exist. So that's why we are really insisting that people must come with their name. And we have also, we are working with the NERA to make sure that the, we, we access this information with us. If we register you and maybe you don't have um, the, 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 the name and you don't know, if we can access this information, at, at, uh, we are working on this modality and see if it will be feasible, mm-hmm. then we will capture your name on the disc- because that name must also appear on your card because we are going to provide cards to, okay. to pe- people who will be in, uh, vaccinated because Remember that we, we take two, two doses and those two doses must be taken uh, eight weeks, eight, eight to two, 12 weeks apart. And, and, and so if you come and you are vaccinated and they give you and they put the batch number, when you come back, still the same information is filled in and that information is fed into electronic system. And then from anywhere, wherever someone will be, is able to track on a daily basis how many people in Nakapiripiri got vaccinated, how many people in Chisoro got vaccinated, how many doses got spoiled. Because also we have areas where we record the, the wasted, if the, 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 the vial dropped and cracked and all that. Right. That, that also that should be you know recorded so that we have proper accountability of all doses that have been received and that should should match the number. Of course, we'll have a small percentage in any system in the country, in any efficient system. You'll find that still you'll get a wastage, and 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 the WHO puts a certain percentage of, of the doses that 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 will be wasted, and so that will also factor in. But to make sure that we have efficiency. 
and effectiveness of our implementation of this uh, vaccine rollout, mm -hmm. we must ensure that accountability processes and proper documentation is done. Okay, Dr. Twine, my final question to you is, now that uh, the vaccines are going to be rolled out, surely isn't it time for the government to relax the last of the remaining restrictions on, for example, clubs, bars, uh, performances, events? Isn't it time for Uganda to return to normal life now the vaccine is here? What are we waiting Absolute, for? Absolutely. Absolutely. We shall do that. But we want to first cover the most vulnerable people because... For example, teachers. Teachers, now we have relaxed the schools. They are going, but of course, at one time, you find full-blown opening of the schools. But all these teachers need to be protected as they, as they are doing their work. The health workers need to first be protected. The elderly, whose children will come back from school and bring COVID at home, they need to first be protected. So, yes, it is definitely is going to be done we are going to open up we are going to, to relax but still i want to remind you that covid vaccine does not stop you from getting infected it is it is it is stopping severe form of infection because your body will have been prepared enough to fight back this war now it will not stop you from spreading that infection. You will have infection and you will give it to another person next to you. Therefore, we are still saying that you must observe the SOPs. You must really make sure you put on masks until we are declare that now we are COVID free. Remember that we have variants. People are still traveling. We, we, and this vir virus is not sleeping. It is trying to evade nature. It keeps on changing. It keeps on changing to survive. Therefore, you'll find that the variant that, that we started with along the way will get other variants. So if you don't protect yourself and you just go blindly because you got vaccinated, you can get another variant that, that the, 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 the virus and the, antibody, the neutralizing antibodies in your body does not recognize even the B cells or T cells that you have already developed in your body will not be able to recognize. Well, that's why some people just say, Doctor, that we just need to learn to live with it. It will forever be there in some form or other, a one variant or another. Do you think it's a, a, a fantasy to believe there can never be a scenario where there is no COVID or a variant of it in amidst the society? We can, we can, we can. That's why we have relaxed some of these restrictions. We have to learn to the in the new normal. However, we must also put in place mechanisms to ensure that we have minimal deaths. We have um, full protection of our, of our of our vulnerable people. Therefore. It is our, our government cardinal role to ensure that we, 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 we roll out these vaccines, we make sure we educate our people, we provide all the information, then people make informed choice. Secondly, we co will continue putting in place mechanisms to minimize further inf infection because we cannot just say, oh, you know, let us relax so after all, you know, uh, the, 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 the infection is here with us, the variants are coming. No.
we'll try to to do what we can if we did not for example look i remember when when the 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 the, the lockdown was announced we were heavily criticized but look around look around with our people in other countries that took a little longer what it meant for them so i think this this me- me- measures we are putting in place we shall relax them definitely when? but we have to continue <laughs> teaching mm. teaching talking talking embody the tefa your neighbors so we're waiting for the- not no i don't but i'm wait i'm we're all just waiting for that announcement tell us when the bars can open please doctor but, that's what we're waiting but for but no one But no one has stopped you from drinking. Remember, you can buy your beer and take from home. It's not can the same. It's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. <laughs> now, now you have to choose what you want. Mm. But first to get to them. Okay, then then for that matter. We, we, we when we are through with this group, then we will have to consider the the the, the those those groups the that like the bad uh-huh, the bad goes. Yeah. But and then and then we vaccinate and then the bars can open and then you drink your your head off. Yeah, they should be deemed a vulnerable But. group. <laughs> <laughs> and vaccinated first. <laughs> okay, okay, but I will take I will take your your suggestion to the scientific committee right. and they'll review they'll review that request. Thank you so much Dr. Dana Twine, permanent secretary in the Ministry of Health. Thank you for working very hard. We appreciate and uh, we hope this exercise will be successful. Thank you so much and thank you please please take out the message. We want the people to know and build confidence because we want everyone to be protected. Thank you very much. Thank you too. Have a lovely day.